Hello from the BBC, I'm Rich Preston with an update on the war in Ukraine and day 23 of Russia's invasion. Russia has launched a missile attack on a Ukrainian army barracks in the southern city of Mykolaiv. At least 45 people have reportedly been killed. The BBC's Andrew Harding is in neighbouring Odessa. The barracks were being used to train local soldiers in a city that's been holding back a major Russian offensive along the Black Sea coast. Mikolaev has experienced weeks of intense bombardments after Russian troops were pushed back from the city. Russian forces then tried to bypass Mikolaev to the north, but were again thwarted by the Ukrainians. Many civilians in the area have already fled west. Meanwhile, a Russian missile strike in the early hours of Friday morning hit several buildings on the outskirts of the city of Lviv. It's only about 60 kilometres, about 35 miles from Ukraine's border with Poland and had become a safe haven for many people fleeing fighting elsewhere in Ukraine. Maxim Kosicki is the city's governor. The air raid warning system worked. I'm grateful to the armed forces for their response. Some missiles which were launched from the Black Sea area were intercepted. Four missiles hit an aircraft repair plant. Our correspondent in Lviv is James Reynolds. Everyone here heard air raid sirens. and Then a few minutes later, there were those four explosions on the western outskirts of the city. It was already light at that time, and if anyone looked towards the west of the city, they would have seen a plume of smoke from the airport area. One of the cities that suffered the most in Ukraine is the southern port city of Mariupol. Russia now says its forces have reached the city centre. Richard Galpin has more. Much of the city has now been destroyed. Tens of thousands of people are reported to be trapped in freezing conditions without food. The population of the city is estimated to be more than 400,000, and so far local officials say only around 35,000 have managed to leave. The United Nations says 3.2 million people have now fled Ukraine, with millions more displaced inside the country. Matthew Saltmarch is with the UN's refugee agency. Many people remain trapped in areas of escalating conflict and with essential services disrupted, are unable to meet their basic needs, including food, water and medicines. Humanitarian reports received from those areas are horrifying, and we continue to call for the protection of civilians and civilian infrastructure, respect for international humanitarian law, and appeal to neighbouring countries to continue keeping their borders open to those fleeing in search of safety. The humanitarian situation in cities such as Mariupol and Sumy is extremely dire, with residents facing critical and potentially fatal shortages of food, water and medicine. Meanwhile, the British government has revoked the broadcast licence of the Russian government-backed broadcaster RT. The media regulator Ofcom said RT wasn't fit and proper to broadcast. Our media editor is Amal Rajan. RT is a state broadcaster. It is funded by, and principally, its critics would argue, serves the Russian state. This is different to a public broadcaster, which is funded by and serves the public. TV Novosti, the institution that controls RT, is funded by the Kremlin. Under Ofcom rules, TV channels can be owned by foreign states, but they must not be controlled by political bodies. Ofcom believes that the clear absence of due accuracy and due impartiality on RT's output and its ultimate control by a political body violates its regulatory code.
RT says this move just proved that the regulator was just a tool of the British government. At the same time, Russia says the unprecedented Western sanctions against it are helping it rather than hindering it. Russia's foreign minister is Sergei Lavrov. As President Putin recalled, we are now champions of the number of sanctions introduced against the Russian Federation, more than 5,000 individual acts, almost twice as, as many as was introduced against Iran and North Korea. But sanctions always made us stronger. Mr Lavrov also said countries like China, India, Brazil and Mexico would never agree to what he called a global village led by a sheriff from America. And President Biden has held talks on the phone with China's leader Xi Jinping. Mr Biden urged China not to provide Russia with military equipment for use in Ukraine. China has described its relationship with Russia as rock solid and so far refused to condemn Russia's military action in Ukraine. President Xi said conflict was in no one's interest and that both China and the US should shoulder international responsibilities and make efforts for world peace. Those are the latest developments on day 23 of Russia's invasion. I'm Rich Preston at the BBC.